welcome back. Y'all, this is my song. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Welcome back to High Learning Podcast with Raven. It's your girl. It's your sister. It's your homie. It's your friend. It's your guidance. It's all of that. I'm here on this blessed and beautiful Wisdom Wednesday. Ready to open my heart and let it lead with all the wisdom I have obtained on my current life journey around the art of reparenting. If you listen to the diet edition, then you know I said, you know, I'm finna take it there. Y'all was like, I was like, let me know if y'all want me to take it there, because I can take it there. And y'all said, take it there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take it there, but with with ease. I just did a great grounding meditation. So I'm I'm feeling very centered. And I don't want anything in this episode to I'm not, I'm not really trying to have a trigger warning with this episode, but more so a lead with love, not with fear type of energy. So that's what I'm invoking, a lead with love and not fear type of energy. Because the art of reparenting, the base of that is inner child healing. Reparenting is inner child healing. It's the same thing. In order to reparent yourself, that means you give yourself what that inner child needs. And for most of us, we don't know what that looks like because we didn't receive it. But from my own experience, I'm a very wise, very wise soul, very wise person and it took some time for me to get vulnerable with myself and with getting vulnerable with myself it was the gateway to expressing where where my pain was really lying where the confusion was where the hurt was all the things you know and that's a very vulnerable space to go but I had to constantly remind myself, you know, I don't belong to no I don't belong to nobody but me. I belong to me first before I belong to anybody. And I want to connect with myself. I want to love myself deeper. I want to I want to I want to be that love. I don't want to be so resonant with pain that I don't know pleasure. But I want to know pleasure within myself first. Because no one's it's no one's responsibility to make you happy here other than yours. You are your responsibility. You must choose you. It's no one's prerogative. It's no one's it shouldn't be expectation on anyone but yourself. And so 
with this subject in particular, it's up to you to make the choice to nurture and love and heal that wounded inner child. And nothing about that is a walk in the park. Nothing about that is easy. As a healer, as someone that is in that arena of being a conduit for healing, a safe space for healing, a guidance to healing, it's imperative that I be honest about what healing is and what healing ain't. And so y'all know by now I'm not a fake love and lighter. You know, like, oh, it's just sunshine and rainbows and just, yeah, man. (laughs) Y'all know that is not me. Y'all know that's not what you're going to get here. You're going to get honesty. You're going to get accountability. You're going to get understanding. And that's what I, I deliver. That's what I pride myself in being a conduit of truth you know and so my inner child work hasn't what word am I looking for my inner child relationship with myself has grown and is growing and the connection I have with my inner child is a a happy one, a good one. It really is. Um, it's a healthy one. But I did not get that on, oh, overnight. I had to really um, get honest with myself. So I would say that is step one. I don't care who you are, how old you are. We're all reparenting. Our parents are reparenting. Their parents are reparenting. You know, we have parents whose parents have transitioned, so their relationship has changed. Depending on the dynamic of that earthly relationship, it'll hold a lot of weight as to if a transition relationship will even happen. You know, so we're all reparenting. Generationally, we've we come from trauma. So our mamas, they mama, your grandmama, your grandmama mama, your great grandmama's mama, so on and so forth, are no strangers to trauma. And if you come from a lineage who's grandparents and their parents and then your parents have a very healthy dynamic and it's functional and it's filled with love then you better be honoring and venerating your ancestors because that's work that's work period But if you're on the flip side of that, where you deal with generational curses or you deal with situations that have 
and in dynamics and ancestral history and trauma and disease and discord that has been passed down in your bloodline, it takes a lot to say this stops with you. It does. It takes a lot to say and it stops here because I'm not passing it on to my child. So you got people like me who are literally soldiering through breaking chains, baby. Breaking chains. Moment of silence for that. And that's the honest truth. I feel like I've cried tears and reached revelations and had epiphanies and freed myself from so much stuff that I can't even describe the weights that have been lifted and the knowledge that's been obtained and the love for myself, mind, body, soul, inner child, current self, higher self, connection, all that that has derived from putting in that work. Oh, we. <laughs> mm, that strength, that peace, that love, that resilience. Oh my gosh, I cannot describe the feeling. It's like when you meet people and they tell you their story and you ask, would you do it all again? And they'd be like, if, if to get here in this feeling, with this knowing, in this level of truth, this peace, and they'd be like, hell yeah, i do it all over again. Because it's that, it's that rewarding, it's that soul fulfilling. To the, the freer you set your soul in the feeling that you get from putting in that work and doing what you got to do, it's literally indescribable. I can't, it's no flex. (laughs) It is no flex. It's no flex at all. And so getting honest about where your trauma is, is a process. Nine times out of ten, you've continually ran into a relationship dynamic, a problem within yourself. Something keeps happening. The pattern will will show itself. You have the pattern. And until you're fucking sick and tired of the pattern, it's when you're going to stop and examine the pattern, the person, the situation, whatever it may be. Once you stop and you dissect it, a process of elimination will happen until you get to the very root of what it is, when it happened, and how it's still affecting you. I've been in relationships that were derivative from my upbringing you know like I've I've attracted partners that had a lot of characteristics and toxic traits that I you know had seen in my household growing up 
We do it all the time. We do it all the time. And so, um, once I got clear and seen this for what it was and traced it back, I had, I had got like stumped at, um, a part of my process I got stumped on was like, I didn't like to be alone. I didn't know what it felt like to be alone. I, I had, I didn't, I didn't love myself. I didn't know what it looked like to love myself. You know, I, I wasn't raised on self-love. I wasn't raised on honoring my, my body and my soul and my spirit for virtuous attributes. I wasn't. I wasn't told, you know, I wasn't fed affirmations. I wasn't given that type of attention. And then I'm middle child on top of that. And then I'm impossible to manipulate. So I've been a rebel with the call since birth. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Through my journey of processing that I didn't like to be alone, I realized that I, I gained insight on what it means to be an empath. Yeah. My trauma led me to my truths. It's so much purpose in the pain. <laughs> but yeah, my trauma led me to my truths. They always will. They always do. But I found out the in that in that moment of processing how I didn't like to be alone. I, I discovered that I was an empath and how empathic children take on so much energy. They're such a con- like big conductor of energy, but they take on a lot of energy. And it got me clear on my household dynamic when arguments or fights would arise and how I, 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 I was getting closer to my inner child. She was letting me in, but I could see her like standing there, balled up, eyes closed, fists clenched, teeth clenched, just whole body clenched, like clenched. Just like right now, if you just clench your whole body and then envision your five-year-old self, that's what I seen. And that... I, I took that vision and I, I dissected it and that's how I got clear on what an empath was and how any type of violence, where there's acts of violence, physically, words, all of that, that's that's like the clinching too. That's the the energy of being expansive in energy and then taking it in as your own, like holding it into your body. And so um that's what I, I was I'd have done and was doing. And so a lot of trauma was sitting with my inner child from seeing things in my household. From hearing things, from experiencing things as a little girl. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I, I wasn't. Let me just make I'm not, I didn't I didn't physically go through any type of abuse. I was in toxic environments growing up. You know, I've seen a lot of things that children shouldn't have seen as far as like fighting and arguing and you know physical things of that nature and so um that was that's what I got to just from tracing back why I didn't like being alone or or just and why did not be like being alone was I didn't know myself I didn't know myself and then I started trying to I started learning myself and then myself got me to discover I was an empath that empath got me that empathic information got me to understand a pain body that pain body got me to understand 
the the fear that was engulfed around my inner child and why I, I didn't like being alone, it, it double it all doubled back. And when I got to the root of it, which was, you know, by this time I had developed an a, acute um acute PTSD. You know, I was I I found myself in that same domestically violent relationship. Yes, like I led with that. You, you until you get to the root of the trauma, you're going to continue to you're going to be in a cycle of it. And so as I started doing work to clear myself of the cycle and to get clear on why I was attracting pain and why pain was what was so resonant, I had to it was a journey, it was a process. But in order for me to get clear on that process, I have to be very honest with myself every step of the way. So a part of reparenting is honesty with self. You have to be so honest with yourself. And as the, the more honest I got with myself, then I realized how compassionate you had to be. So step one is honesty. Step two is compassion. You know, I had to be compassionate. I had to give myself the compassion first. A part of me was still cropping, was still like, um, like fumbling through the process because it was, it was. I had to, I had to do this on my own. Like I, I didn't read, I didn't read a book. You know, I was, I definitely told y'all about my journey with therapy. But once my therapy, once I got clear with my relationship dynamic in my therapy, I was like, but the issues were still there. That's because it was that it was, it was still that wounded inner child issue. So it was it's packed. The layers of the layers of trauma is packed until you get to the root. And every time you get to the root, it's gonna it's gonna start at the basis of when something that happened to you when you was four, five, six, seven, eight, what around that time. Because keep in mind, I told y'all in previous episodes that those are the years that we're recording. So I'm recording information, I'm holding in pain from toxic environments. It all made sense as to why I was Feeling how I was feeling and attracting what I was attracting. Because granted, my avatar was growing. I got older, but what I knew and what I clung, what I was clinging on to, what I had made my truth about myself was what I was exuding. And that's the vibration I was emitting. You know? And so I wanted to... in that process, I was feeling so much fucking, um, what word, what word do I want to say? Like, cause part of the process, I, I was looking at my fucking upbringing, like, oh, everybody had me fucked up. I ain't desired this shit. I was robbed. You know, like what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all know I'm keeping it a buck. I was feeling a fucking way. I was feeling the way, like the fucking nerve. How can you do it? Compassion. In order for me not to harbor that unforgiveness or choose to get to that that aha moment and then now pick up toxic energy as far as like unforgiveness, judgment, resentment, belittlement, all the fucking things that my ego wanted to come in and just dance on I had to get close with compassion and that's where I I still will I I that's where I'm putting my 
putting my intention in in a lot of areas moving forward. Getting back to compassion and love helps me stay within the bigger picture because I will get petty. I will get petty. I will get petty real fucking fast. What? Yeah, I said it. I will. And so, to avoid getting sucked back into that lower vibration because absolutely no one is perfect. Whether I'm talking about me, you, our mama, our daddies, our cousins, our grandpa, whoever. Like, nobody's perfect. And yes, the tools are here and present, but that doesn't, everyone doesn't have the, have the perseverance or the, or the will or, or don't know where to start or are so bogged down in pain that it's just like, you know, what's the point? They, they've become accustomed to that energy. So why, why start trying to heal now? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things as to why people make the choices that they make to stay in the space that they stay in. And that is absolutely their prerogative. That is absolutely their free will. They can absolutely do that. So getting honest and having compassion are, are, are two things that you never let go of. Because whether you're dealing with a new person, whether you continue to your journey with yourself and you're getting to know yourself better, things are going to continue to come up. Like healing isn't like, oh, I got it. I'm whole. I'm here. Like, honestly, we are we are whole like God's like spirit's work is done. But our journey to that realization of that is 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 not something that's just going to happen with one session in one incident and it's and it's over and done with no i'm letting things that i'm letting things go that don't serve me every fucking month every moon every retrograde i'm letting that you know what i'm saying and whether it's from something i picked up 10 years ago or when i was a little girl it's still a process of examining self and being clear that i am lighthearted, that i am pure that i am of a good vibration and all that comes from making sure I'm in harmony mind body and soul I'm in harmony inner child higher self middle self you know so honesty and compassionate will never leave your side as you as you begin this inner child work or reparenting work whole nine that never leaves your side. Those are actually two two virtues that you need to befriend and get close with and never let go. Because anything outside of that, you you sit you sinking back into a lower vibration and you might end up picking up those those thoughts of resentment and confusion and pettiness that ain't good for nobody. And so with honesty and compassion, I would say the next thing that keeps me clear on my inner child work and repairing to myself is being willing to mm, you know what this is the part of the process that I'm on and I think I said it because most of that was like just channeled just then but I really think 
the release of expectation is the is the three is number three being honest because you got to be honest to get to the root once you get to the root be compassionate don't ever let honesty and compassion leave your side and number three is release our expectation And you had to release our expectation because even though you've decided to to persevere, that you've decided to be the chain breaker, be the lap runner, be the steadfast soul on your path to freedom that don't mean everybody else is or will not everybody gonna like it not about everybody gonna understand it and that's the matter of fact I want to sidebar and say this we are we are the ancestors. I am the wounded healer archetype. I know healing by way of healing myself. The wisdom I have, the knowledge I have, the the wit that I have, the smarts that I have, that <laughs> it comes from my lineage that comes from my ancestors that comes from spirit many of us on this journey are (laughs) we are here to teach our parents we are here to reparent our own parents. We are here to be a living witness for them, for our communities, the collective, for ourselves. Because the work we're doing, we're freeing seven generations behind and seven generations, generations ahead. And many of us are star seeds. I'm a star child. That oh, that might be a third or Thursday episode, you know. But if the word star seed or star child is resonating with you, I definitely feel like you should research it. Like I said, I am always, 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 always going to be in the arena of holding you accountable for your own research, holding you accountable for your own everything. Don't ever take my word as bond. I give. I'm on here giving real life experience, real life wisdom. I will have, like I said, like with Third Eye Thursday, that will be more information based. It will be very metaphysical, scientific, metaphysic, all the things. But here on Wisdom Wednesdays or whatever I'm doing, like, you know, outside of Third Eye Thursday, I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you straight from my life. But back to point number three, 
we have to release our expectation. And part of releasing our expectation is giving love, period. Y'all know I love the hood healer. Shout out to Imani. But her Virgo readings are always so heavy hitter. She's a Virgo sun. I'm a Virgo rising. And she says something that was so resonant that my heart kind of like did something funny. But... She's talked about how hard it is to give someone your best when you've only seen their worst. Some of us have only seen our parents' worst. Some of our parents have only seen their parents' worst. And so on and so forth. And it is hard in moments of vulnerability, in moments of you know, rawness that you give the purest love to someone that never showed you that or hasn't showed you that enough or doesn't know that for themselves. That's not an easy thing to do regardless, no matter what. It's not. But it's part of the journey you signed up for. Keep in mind, we, we chose, we chose our parents. We chose our dynamics. We did. And so, even though your parents or whoever, you know, whatever, even though they may not have the emotional IQ or maybe they are no longer here with you for, for y'all to have that type of dynamic, but even though that emotional IQ won't be, is not there for you to get back what you give from them specifically, you're going to get it back. Your ancestors take care of you. Spirit take care of you. Strangers take care of you. Supporters take care of you. You know what I'm saying? You get your love back. So giving love no matter, no matter what, no matter what, serving with love, that's what you signed up for. That's what you're here to do. Even to the people that have only showed you their worst. Only to, even to the people, you got to understand they've only shown you worst. That, that's all they got to give. When someone only can give you back that pain, that lets you know that pain is the only thing that they're giving themselves. So now you get back to compassion. The compassion is right fucking there. Damn. And once, you, once you're able to express the compassion... You can get back to the to the truth, to the honest the, the honest matter at hand is that this this person, whether it's the role of uh, the title of parent or not, is is still another human with inner child trauma that they have yet to free themselves from too. But you gotta release the expectation and give. And give, and give, and give, and give, and give, and give. That's the contract you made. And the more love you give, which is the highest vibration, which love 
conquers all. I know a lot of y'all used to seeing that with the Ed Hardy and just under a picture about a woman and a man staying with him through the dumb shit. No, 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 no. If you take away the context in which where you always see love conquers all and you put it in the, in the, in the position of the vibration of love and how it literally conquers, defeats, and tramples every fucking thing, you'll see why that quote-unquote cliche statement is so real and holds so much weight. Love is the universal language. Love is something that we all fucking need. Love is something that we all want. Love, it's what's missing in every entity that is out here projecting nothing but pain. This space and time is built with, is filled with Care Bear, Care Bears and Incredible Hulks. <laughs> like, right, like when I said that, I'm just looking at how all the fucking Care Bears, which are the, the Care Bears, which are the empaths, the light workers, the healers, the shamans, how all the fucking Hulks are just walking around here. Ah! Fucked up. Don't know how to process shit. (laughs) Who just need a fucking hug? Who just need to be told it's okay? Who just need to be told it's all right? Who just need to be told I love you? You got this. Let's keep going. You know? That's my analogy on it. From from what I'd rather pick up. You know, I'm aware that the earth's vibration is very low and we have now opened ourselves up to all these demonic energies and entities to just have a fucking field day and how they have been having a feel. You know, I don't want to get into that right now. I'm aware. I'm woke to the reality. But I hope you understand my analogy. Like we, At the end of the day, love is that universal language. And it does conquer all. And so... With this journey of reparenting and inner child work, get you a dose of honesty and compassion and release expectation. And do it over and over and over and over again. For that's the elixir to freeing yourself healing that inner child and and staying free so you're gonna need honesty and compassion and releasing of expectations in a lot of scenarios you know because you're here to serve and give love no matter what you're here to be that light you're here to be that star you know we all have a purpose and like I said that trauma that trauma is gonna lead you to your truth is so much purpose in the pain, you know? And so, I hope the art of reparenting gave you all the goodness that it needed to give in the way, in a way for it to be received and implemented. And I hope that you journey on and you continue to free your soul and you continue to 
for your lineage. Thank you for keeping it real with me. I'm always keeping it real with you. Stay tuned for this week's Moesha Mantra. As well as a few announcements about Zane Organics and readings and herbs and all the good stuff. All my love to you. Welcome to this week's Moesha Mantra. Today on Wisdom Wednesday, we discuss the importance of honesty, compassion, and releasing all expectation. So, I've created a mantra for us to carry with us until next time. This week's mantra is... I am honest, I am compassionate, I am loving in my pursuit of wholeness. I am honest, I am compassionate, I am loving in my pursuit of wholeness. Replace the words I am with your name. And your mantra will go a little something like this. Raven is honest. Raven is compassionate. Raven is loving on her pursuit of wholeness. You can keep it at I am. You can add your name in and make it a present tense. Whatever you like. Just take the gems from this week's Wisdom Wednesday and carry the mantra with you as you finish this retrograde up in this Piscean energy, in this emotional and imaginative state. And let go of all that doesn't serve you as you continue your journey on. You are supported. And the universe has your back. Ashe. Okay.